This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, Head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get started, we have a voicemail from Kevin from the Red Caps Podcast. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey Glenn, it's Kevin over at the Red Caps Podcast. Just finished listening to your episode on timelines and history of your campaign world. And everything you had in there was fantastic. I really agree with what you're saying. Having that little bit of flavor and understanding of what happened before can really give you plot hooks for the future. The one thing I would add is that whenever you come up with these scenarios of things that happened in the past, use that as an opportunity to run a one-shot. If you have a day where not everybody shows up for the table for the regularly scheduled game, or if people just want a break, give them some pre-gen characters that make sense for that time period and have them experience the lore rather than having to do a lore dump or have an NPC explain something to them later. Have them live that time period, and then when they come back to their regular uh, campaign world and they're back with their normal characters, they can see what has changed and what the impact was of that. Anyhow, keep up the great work. Love the episode. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Yeah, timelines. That's something I did overlook. They could be good for one-shots and things like that. In fact, I might... You know, Pepper, if I'm making a timeline, I, I like to keep it simple. But, you know, if I can throw maybe one in there, that would be good for a one-shot or something like that. I'd even go ahead and make the pre-gens or have my players make the pre-gens uh, at the time. As long, if it's a system where you can take, like, say it's BXD&D, where it's just like a five-minute no more than five, seven minutes to develop a character. I'd let them do it. Just tell them what the restrictions are and then go for it for the night. That'd be great. One, two sessions. That'd be perfect. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. Hey, you know what I want to talk about today? I want to talk about certain stats. Certain stats are more important than others. Now, the six, we're talking like, you know, D&D here. We're talking about class and level systems. You know, it may be different, but there's a few, there's a few commonalities across systems. Now, I'm going to take it in a class and level way, but I'm going to, you can apply this to other systems like uh, basic role-playing, hero, whatever, whatever you're using. Because when it comes down to it, you know, basic stats are basic stats. Now, in D&D, you have the six stats, and they neatly divide into three physical stats and three mental stats. 
strength, dex, and dex and constitution for the physical, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma for the mental. So you got it. You're ahead already. So the one I wanted to talk about today is one of the most more important stats, and it's one of the physical stats. It's dexterity. Everybody uses dexterity. Strength and dexterity are the two are the two probably the two most important physical stats you have in the game with with constitution being a a lesser but no less important in certain situations stat. Now, I want to talk about dex because it seems to be used more than strength. Strength is good if you're using it to hit something or bend something or something like that. Maybe lift somebody up to catch a rung of a ladder or a top of a wall, you know, boosting them up or something like that. But dexterity is the thing that gets you up there. It's the thing that keeps you from fumbling something you have to catch, keeps you from falling off, falling off that wall, and things like that. Dexterity is good, and a higher dexterity is better. Now, now as you can see, if the higher dexterity is, you know, the, the higher the dexterity, the better, better, you know, I'd have them in front along with the fighter because, you know, it just, it works out that way. And it's also good in combat. I mean, you know, if you're firing something, if you're firing a ranged weapon, it's better to have a higher dexterity because yes, strength is, you know, it helps you pull back the bow and stuff, but you know, dexterity is the thing that's going to make you hit. It's going to help you hit because you, you know, that's marksmanship and all that. So that's something to think about. If your character is primarily a ranged weapon person, then a higher dexterity would be better. Magic benefits from dexterity. It benefits because you have to be able to manipulate the, the components and cast the spell. Especially if you're using something with, with semantic components like waving your hands and things like that. Uh, there's just, you know, there, it's just something you got to think about. And, and a lot of people, oh man, I have a low dexterity. What am I going to do? I would rather have a high dexterity and a higher constitution than I would strength. I may not be able to bend those bars... But I can, do I can dodge something that needs to be dodged. That's also would help for your saving throws. I think a, dex a dexterity component in there should be, if it's not already in there, it should be in the saving throws, whether, it's, you know, whether the game calls for it or not. Because it's just a great thing to have. So think about that next time you're making a character. I know this is kind of like character creation 101. This is for the noobs, basically. But a higher dexterity is, is the best. I love games and stuff where the higher dex guy is like dodging, dodging all these arrows and, you know, grabbing knives and throwing them back to him and all that other stuff. That's just great. I know that's mostly the monk type characters, but I don't see why you can't give people with a, like a say an 18 dex a bonus on, you know, feats of feet, those kind of feats and things like that. So dexterity is good. I think I've made my case. Okay. So if you guys uh, want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. 
And there's also a one-time contribution page on Ko-fi. All you have to do if you just want to drop me a one-time contribution is go to ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Now, for the people who support me every month, which, I, which I'm so grateful for, who are Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Alan, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. You don't know how much I appreciate it. Also, if you want to hear some good podcasts, there's Dan Griggs, the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognarn podcast, Moxie Walring's the Yawning Albert podcast, Kevin over at the Red Caps podcast, Big John Allen Large over at the Red Dice Diaries, Randy and Joe at Biggest Geekus, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until you, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>